Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to the Top Chef for Half Up. I'm Haley Strong. I am excited to be here as always. It's like the highlight of my week doing this podcast. Um, another highlight of my not just week, but I'd say I'd say full life, honestly. Latanya, hi. I am the sunshine in your life. That's it. That's all you get. The dance dancing. <laughs> She's dancing. Would you say people. that this is an effective dancing? Like if. If I was a single person, do you for those of you all who can't see, Haley has interlocked her fingers and is essentially doing some kind of worm with her arms. And yeah, I mean that is a dance move. Sure, I, I used to break out the real worm. Um, oh, sometimes sounds um, painful. It would be because then I would bruise all of my knees and mm-hmm. also my chin occasionally. I never understand people who do that move. But like what part I, of it? I don't like have to do it like or why putting your body it? on the line for just a moment of laughter. <laughs> I feel like okay, I feel like you're reading me because I just put my body on the line for comedy all of the time. I actually I don't know what I'm talking about. I love physical comedy. Like <laughs> I grew up watching Tommy Boy and movies of that ilk and like loving them I don't know what my problem is everything is good again in the universe because the bimbos are here the bimbos are back Bimbo bimbo cast. Cast. Sorry, it's daddy. just Daddy's us away. today no daddy no other mommy yeah no no guests so I feel like this has the potential to get really off the rails it's about to get not lit. that it's on the rails yet we nope. just started off the rails. never been on the rails so yeah so we're here to talk about Top Shop honestly Love this episode. Um, might be like recency bias, but I'd say this was my favorite episode of the season so far. Yeah, this in the night market. Yeah. I think um, these are very good episodes to go back to back. Like these are two all timers with some great challenges and some really heartbreaking eliminations. But you know, that's that's the name of the game. Yeah, it's getting to a point where. Honestly, when I looked at all of the teams, I was like, oh, no, there's not a single team I want to go Exactly. Yeah. It was um, emotionally scarring, frankly. Yeah. And I, I hate that. them. Like, <laughs> for the- <laughs> why, why do they have eliminations on this elimination reality show? Why can't it. they just continue on? I don't know why they just can't give people a second chance in life. I mean, there is Last Chance Kitchen. 
Oh. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't think children listen to this podcast, but I could be wrong. Well, Um, in case they do, bimbo cast do 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 bimbo cast do 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 bimbo cast do 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 bimbo cast. All right, there we go. I'm getting that tattooed on my my body. You know what else I would get tattooed on my body if I was planning on going to Top Chef? What? A biscuit recipe, like straight yes. up. I know you're not allowed to bring recipes to Top Chef, but memorize in your mind a biscuit oh, recipe. I've got to it. This I'm is just, like the thirtieth biscuit challenge, and everyone's yeah. like, "A biscuit? Whoop!" Yeah, like if the season is taking place south of the Mason Dixon line, oh, you have yeah. to have a biscuit recipe ready. Yeah, to get yourself that, a biscuit recipe. Was that a geographically appropriate joke? Uh, what Texas? Is, what is the Mason Dixon line? <laughs> <laughs> something racist. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. I know about it. Um, um but yeah, yeah no, I know just, what you. I know what you mean. Like, if you are in the South, and I know that some people don't consider Texas the South, but if you're black, it is, and <laughs> and you don't have a biscuit recipe, then I what don't know what's doing? going on in your mind. Like, what I, are you doing with your life? I also just feel like any season of Top Chef, I am memorizing a biscuit recipe because I feel like it's such a versatile thing in case you have um, like a dessert challenge you yes. have to do just like as a side dish if you're making you a need, sandwich of any sort. You need a biscuit recipe. You need uh, to know it like at least two desserts that yeah. you can execute well. You need to know how to cook sea bass. You need to know how to properly cook eggs. Like these are just things that you have to know yeah. for the top chef. Yeah, and we came into this um uh gosh, what is it called? What is it called? Quick fire challenge. Yeah, that's um, what in- it is. inspired by uh Lucille B. Smith. Um her grandson was there and we're doing a biscuit challenge. Lucille B. Smith, by the way, was a G. Like this woman is amazing. <laughs> she was an African American entrepreneur, educator, inventor, food corporation founder, and president of a company. She went to like all of the colleges, basically. She graduated. Um, she had she managed to have two children while doing all of this. She worked as a seamstress and a cook for private clients before she started to cater dinners and have the opportunity to manage cooking at a girl's summer school like she just really paid her dues in the most laborious way possible and then rose from the ashes like a glorious phoenix and now there is a biscuit challenge in her name yeah because she invented the first hot biscuit mix which of course she did you know queen that's love her queen s right there yes uh, so yeah, we're making we're making biscuits on Top Chef, and we have some people who are excited, and some people who are like, "I don't bake." And it's always like really perplexing <laughs> to me the chefs who come on are like, "I hate baking. I don't bake. I've never baked in my life." I'm like, "But what? It's like you okay. never just like, attempted to it's, bake?" It's okay if Jay does it because Jay says, "I don't bake. I like to get baked." <laughs> and then just belly laughs, and so did I. That she was, was she, amazing. <laughs> she was not who I would have pegged as our um, no, our, our our weed queen this season. No, but it makes so much sense now. She's always so relaxed. There is no show on television 
that respects potheads more than Top Chef. Like going through every season, there's at least like one person who's like, I'm making a wheat joke. Oh yeah. If you're a chef in basically, like I don't know a chef who isn't in the in the weeds, as they say. (laughs) I don't know a single one. And I actually thinking through my life know more than the amount of chefs that normal people would know, (laughs) unless they're doing a top chef podcast, I guess. Um, but yeah, people who like went to Northwestern and were just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm going to be a chef. Like I'm going to finish fully four years at Northwestern and then be a chef because like all of you are stressing me out, which I respect. Yeah. They cook amazing food. I love visiting them. That sounds like the dream. You know what else sounds like the dream? Hmm. Eating 12 biscuits. Oh my God. Except there's one biscuit that just was <laughs> aggressively bad. Yeah. And we'll get there. Yeah. We will get there. And I want I I we'll want to see if, about it. if we have the same aggressively bad biscuit. Um <laughs> so we start with Jackson, who made the scallion biscuit glazed in hot maple with ostrich sausage and crispy cheddar with a fried egg. He actually ends up taking this challenge. Um I mean it sounds great and he was just trying to like do something odd and I like that he tried to get redemption for his crispy cheese and Padma was like <laughs> crispy cheese again Jackson yeah. and he's like thanks Jackson <laughs> if that is your real name um there was like a lot of um hot maple and hot honey um accoutrements in this challenge and very much here for it um yeah I've Oddly, never had hot honey, <clears throat> but I want some. Like, <laughs> it's I, not it's not for lack of wanting it. I think you'd be a big fan. Yeah, I think so too. This sounds really good. I've never had ostrich before. I haven't either. Um, I'm kind of scared of it in that I'm afraid of the actual bird it comes from. Yes, like what a terrifying creature! Just like a full on. There are a few dinosaurs left. And that's one of them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I have never thought about it before, but it's, I, I, I believe you. It's true. It's like we've got those alligators and crodiles, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh. I'm out on all of you. Burn them all into it's sausage. All. Have you seen one IRL like up close? Oh no, I would. I don't think I'd be able to sleep. There was um, ever again. When I lived out in the country, there was a farm down the street that had not an ostrich, but an emu that just like no. lived on their farm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. And I don't know if they're like emotionally prepared for winter or not. No, I, I saw like one in Napoleon Dynamite years ago and I'm still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, wasn't that a llama? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> llama, emu. Like, <laughs> what do you expect from me? It's Sunday. This is the Lord's Day. I'm not even supposed to be podcasting. Robert made a sweet corn biscuit <laughs> with Japanese brown sugar, strawberries, and whipped cream. Lamimu. That is a llama and an I, emu. Now that's an animal I do not want to mess with. No. Uh, I would mess with the sweet biscuit, though. Yes. Um, I don't know what makes Japanese brown sugar different than American brown sugar, but I'm sure it's delightful because every other Japanese thing that I've tasted is wonderful. Um, so yeah, I'm 
all up in this. Like, I don't like a lot of sweets, but if I'm getting a lot of savory, which, you know, like basically everyone else in the challenge is doing here with the exception of maybe one person, then I'm all for this um, type of biscuit. And it has strawberries, which is my favorite. That's my favorite fruit. I am very much a person who needs like a balance in meals of sweet and savory. So if I have like a, like a, a savory meal i need like a sweet drink or something to balance it out uh-huh. like just at all times or like if i have a dessert i also need to eat nacho chips at the same time oh i just like you, i always eat it while eating the dessert i mean sometimes or or you know what i'll do is like i'll eat the dessert and then i'll eat like three nachos but then okay. i need like one more sweet thing after to like balance <laughs> that Sweet things actually make me hungry. <clears throat> so when I'm having an issue with my appetite, which happens sometimes because of medication, I will eat something sweet and that'll motivate me to want something savory to like get rid of it. Get like rid of the taste. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Like I am sometimes if I'm like drinking a Coke and then I eat like three sweet tarts, that's like too much <laughs> for me to handle. And then I need to like go get a nacho, but then I need another drink of Coke to like balance out the nacho. You say a nacho. Do, are you making single nachos? No, well, I'm just like, oh, I guess it's like one tortilla chip out of the bag. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, are you just like taking a tortilla chip and then putting, putting cheese, cheese on, on it? it and the and the, yeah. Now that, just a single nacho. Now that's an idea. <laughs> I mean, do that for your lunch. Make some nachos. Some actual nachos. Ethan's going to go get us some JBCs. I don't know what that means. Junior bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's. Oh, okay. I love Wendy's. Yeah, it's a, it's a treat for, I enjoy their, what are they called? The frozen thingies. Oh, like the frozen, oh no, the frosty. Yeah, or the frozen lemonade. Like whatever is frozen and like, you know, I dip fries into it sometimes. I do. I do love the frosty, and I, I'm a dip the fries in the frosty kind of gal. Yeah, I'm into I, I buy the fries just to dip them into the frosty. Like that's what I get when I go to Wendy's. Fries and a frosty. Sometimes I'll make like the two dollar donation, so then I can get the, the little key tag that I can get the free little mini frosties with any purchase. Oh, <laughs> they're so little. You're like this big. <laughs> All right. Ash- Ashley made a fried podcast. black pepper biscuit with apple molasses, country ham, and chow so chow with moonshine vinegar. Bad for Ashley immediately because I was like, "Girl, how much pepper are you going to put into that mix? That is too much pepper." This this was the biscuit I had the biggest problem with. I just can't imagine after like it doesn't matter if you haven't been to culinary school, if, like nothing, like. Ashley, you are a chef. You should know that it, deep frying a biscuit is not a great idea. Like, you're, I, you're from Appalachia country, right? Like yeah. that. That I've seen movies about Appalachia. Appalachia. Nope. <laughs> Appalachia country. We're gonna cut that. Only we won't. Um, <laughs> and they always already feature biscuits. Like every movie. There's a, there's one movie that I watched recently where this woman just goes on about making biscuits like that's her her shtick, and I cannot believe that she doesn't know how to make biscuits. And like the 
the black pepper ratio. Like, my God. It was not great. It was, I, and she deep fried it and it just looked like a hot Like, it would look so brutal. And I just can't imagine how it wasn't so greasy and like, no. I, although apple molasses, I, everything else sounds amazing. Country ham. What's chow chow? I think it's like a, like a salad. Is it like hash browns? No, uh, let me, like, I, I think it's almost like a coleslaw, but let me look it up. Chow chow to eat. Yeah. Um, it's like a relish. Oh, okay. That's even better. And moonshine vinegar. Yeah. Never had that before. But any vinegar I'm on board with. I I love putting vinegar on foods. It's my favorite part of fish and chips. I'm getting I'm getting more into vinegar as I age. Really? Yeah. I was never I don't know. I yeah, it wasn't I wasn't a fan for a long time, but now I'm into it. Um, Joe made biscuit with chorizo, vegetable hash, and spice butter. I mean, right? I love that. Yes. Give it to me now. Uh, Damar made a drop biscuit with sheared eggs, smoked bacon, and hot honey. I loved what Damar did. Um, he just went so simple with it, but so classic. And I love the story that went along with it. He's like, no, like, I had to keep making biscuits until I yes. knew how to make biscuits. His, I wrote down Demar's recipe list fam equal my fam. Like we, we don't have any recipes. At some point, I will probably write things down because my grandmother, you know, has dementia now and she's the one who taught us how to cook things and I'm old. So I'm going to forget. So I need to write stuff down. My sister and I are the the only ones who are the keepers of these recipes at this point. And so we need to be able to pass these delicious things on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we had no, it was just like sit in the kitchen until you are smart enough to be in my kitchen with me. (laughs) And just like observe, like you can't touch stuff yet because it'll get on my nerves. And then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will teach you how to do it over and over again until you get it right. And if you don't get it right, I'm going to laugh at you. We're all going to laugh at you. But I love it. I mean, I it was a critical like trial by fire. Yeah. Trial by oven. I also, can I just say? Of course. I don't know if it's just because Damar, yeah, if it's just because Damar is from Chicago and I'm biased, but I love him. Oh my God. I absolutely I love him. Love him so much. My new ship of the week was was Damar and, and Monique. Like I, very I wish she like, wasn't married specifically <sighs> because they look so cute together. I wrote that down. That's that a thing. Flirty energy, like right, but like during this challenge, and then they went on to be teammates in the next challenge. I was they like, were so cute. They're so cute together. Ugh. Like, what if? No, I, I'm just writing fan fiction at this point in my head. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Top Chef Fan Fiction Podcast. How how many people would listen? Tweet at me because people are doing this and I love it. I say tweet at me and people do it. They did it this week. They did it this week. It was so cute. Thank you for everyone who tweeted at me for getting to the end of that podcast. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, this one's going to be even better. Um, (laughs) But yeah, tweet at me if you would be interested in a Top Chef fanfic podcast. Because I could write some fan fiction about these two. You have no idea. Like, Do you think they would sue us? Oh. <laughs> Babes would be changed, as well as circumstances. 
Um, Jay made a buttermilk biscuit with buttermilk fried chicken and gochujang hot honey sauce. I would order this dish in a restaurant. Oh my gosh, did it yes. ever look good? They said yes. that the biscuit itself was like too dense and heavy and it was kind of overpowered yeah. by the chicken, which I get because this was a biscuit challenge. But if this was a Kaylee <laughs> ordering from a menu challenge, I am ordering this. Yeah. Jay was just like, I know how to make fried chicken. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. And maybe they'll pay attention to the fried chicken. Fried chicken was probably too good. Oh, Overpowered the biscuit. Yeah, it looked great. Um, but yeah, uh, hot honey sauce. Give me some of that. Yeah. Evelyn made biscuit with poached egg, chorizo, country gravy, and a marinated tomatoes. Lovely. Um, oh, marinated tomatoes. Maybe tomatoes are my favorite fruit because tomatoes are a fruit, right? I think technically. Yeah, technically they are. So tomatoes over straw. Like I. I would I put tomato on everything. Now I have to grocery shop today because like I'm making myself hungry and I just want to put tomatoes on things. I'm not like the biggest tomato person on its own. Like my mother would eat we used to eat like tomatoes like Oh apples, yeah, I can eat I, a tomato. It freaks me out. Um I like them on like BLTs <laughs> or like a clubhouse sandwich. Yeah, classic. Or on a salad, I don't really eat it. Like really? The, yeah, I don't like salad. Yeah. That's where that's where they thrive. I know, or like I, I don't know. Like if a caprese salad, I'll usually just I'll eat the tomato, but I'm really there oh for God. the cheese. And that's where the tomatoes the are Vikings. I know. I it's don't okay. Know it I, like I, <laughs> I have no business being disappointed in you for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a food preference, Latanya. I'm like scolding <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, Buddha made a buttermilk biscuit with fried chicken, hot honey, and cheddar. Again, delicious, but they said his biscuit was shit. Over Buddha being so good at everything and having that accent. Like, who do you think you are? I'm starting to really enjoy him. I thought this episode, he showed like a lot of personality, which was fun. Yeah. He does grow on you because he does come in as kind of like the... I know everything because he like, a Marce- does. He, like he felt like Marcellish to me at first, yeah. but now he's like fun where Marcel never got. Fun. Now he's starting to, to tamp it down a little bit. I feel like he's come from a background where he has to like tout him, his achievements. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he has to say how good he is at everything. And everyone's like, dude, we get it. Calm down. <laughs> we just want to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> and we've, he's, you know, done yeah. that. And he, we got some story of his father and how yeah um, his father was really supportive. And I love hearing those stories. Like, I feel we like yeah. we get a lot of like, my dad's really disappointed in me where he's like, my dad was like, owned a restaurant and he was so happy for me. He's like my biggest fan. And oh, he got me. He got me good. Um, Luke. I made know. A- I, I love those stories. And they're so it's so heartening when they share something really personal. Yes. too. You know, especially a chef like Buddha, who presents with kind of like this air, iron, yeah, iron air, like yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's good to know that he has a soft side as well. Yeah, Luke, may, Luke, babe, you need to give us something here. <laughs> he was not he was not cast for his TV TV um, personality. Yes. <laughs> Giving us nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, girl. Give us nothing. Go ahead. Give us absolutely Um, zero. Buttermilk biscuit with sweet corn and candied kumquat chili jam. Delicioso. 
It just, it, I don't know why even this sounds like blah to me. Like, yeah. I love all of these things, but I'm like, yeah, okay. Give it like, you know? give us something a little more than that. Yeah. Spice it up. Uh, not, too, not too much. Not, too- <laughs> not like poor Ashley. Lord have mercy. I love her. I hope that she starts to turn it around. I think, I think she's on the upswing now. I really hope so. Like, um, I really hope so. It's, it's, She's the only black woman that we have. Oh yeah, I think I think I think this episode was like her, not her crowning glory because that's like the top part. But I think we're like yeah. I I think that was this it's is like the like change the of confidence she needs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick made Mississippi buttermilk biscuit with crispy pork belly and frog jelly. Uh, Nick, I just want to tell you that I love you so much for bringing cookie Nick. cutters and then making. Yes. Having a Mississippi cookie the cutter. The shape of Mississippi. And then I, I love Nick so much. Nick's 26. Like, what? when are we getting that? I want that, like, mass marketed by, you know, Gold Belly or something like that. Come on, I, people. Start I, the campaign. I love, I love the idea of bringing cookie cutters and being like, you know what? I'm just, I'm making a biscuit in the shape of Mississippi. I love it. I love him so much. Like he just brings so much. I don't even know. Like warmth. Just yeah. Just he's such a cool person. You just want to listen to stories that mm-hmm. he has, like while he's cooking for you. Yes. Please, <laughs> Nick. I need a please. I need a biscuit. Uh, Sarah made biscuit with mushroom, maple gravy, and a poached egg. Um, interested to try that gravy. Yeah, mushroom maple. That's not a combination that you mm-hmm. get very often. No, I wonder like what that would be like. What did you like? Monique made a biscuit with lardo and onion jam. She went pretty simple, but it you know it was a good biscuit. Yeah, onion jam. Who I knew? Want onion jam. Yeah. Um, and then like, in the gas top, in a container for me. <laughs> <laughs> gas in a jar. <laughs> uh the top in the top we see Damar, Evelyn, and Jackson. Yeah, we Jackson do taking the win. Um gosh, I just this was a good trio to have at the top. Yeah. I just Evelyn is so great. I She's just her. a ray of light. And Padma loves her. Because every time she like comments on every, anything, Padma's like, yes, girl. Go queen. <laughs> Basically, just like you're my favorite. I love when you can tell Padma's rooting interests or like there's there's been a couple times um you know like when Eric left on Top Chef Kentucky and Padma's like Eric pack your knives and go. Like yeah, she basically like throws she herself across swooned. the table. Yeah. Um and then in the bottom, <laughs> no surprise, it's Buddha, Jay and Ashley. They had some pretty brutal biscuits. <laughs> Brutal Biscuits. That's a good name for a band. We are the Brutal Biscuits. I love It's a British accent I did once. <laughs> Have you been watching Bridgerton? Is that a show you're going to watch? Um, I, so I watched the first season of Bridgerton like everyone else, just mm-hmm. kind of like gimme, gimme. And, and I found please don't crucify me for this, people. All right? I found that of all of Chandra's rhymes shows, Shonda's shows, like this one was the one with the least heart. Like it's a romance show, but like I I felt empty. It was like empty calories. Okay. So I'm really wanting something more out of season two. 
And I I wasn't in a rush to watch it this weekend as a result. I think I'm going to start it before the Oscars. Um, I just want to get myself in the mood for some, like, I I just really hope some crazy things happen at the Oscars this year because Lord knows, like, no one watches it anymore. And I just want to be entertained. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, we'll see. Like, I, I, I would say yeah. that if your issue with the first season was that it felt like it was kind of missing that, like, mm-hmm. Part, I think you might find that in the second season as well. Okay. Well, that's all I'm looking for. Like everything else is exquisite. The costumes, the people are beautiful. They're it's all still, beautiful. I still enjoyed it as a TV show. Now I read the book. I love the book. Oh, right. Um, you love this is like a big weekend for you. This I I'm not kidding. I watched it. I watched it all by like Saturday. Did you love it so TV. much? Did it um, make you happy? didn't make me happy I think I think if I hadn't read the book I would have really enjoyed it but because I love the book so much and I found the the show very different from the book oh okay it was hard for me to be like this is the same thing I loved but I think it was still an enjoyable tv product as a standalone okay I hate to be the person's like the book is better but it's just it's it's completely different and that's fine. I feel I'm sad though. Cause like an enjoyable TV product is not really the like highest recommendation. And I know how much you love the book. Yeah. I Especially still really, second book. I still really enjoyed it. And I even went back like yesterday and watched like a couple scenes again. Like I, yeah. you know, so I did enjoy it, but Good. it was okay, just, well, yeah. Like it's just, it wasn't different. empty calories for you. It was just different. Well, I mean, everything I watch is empty calories. Like, I don't watch <laughs> good television. Like, this is the, like, Top Chef is the only, like, show that's like good prestige that I watch. Yeah. That you- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, I, if it's, if it's, like, nominated for, like, best anything, I'm out. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just not, Bridgerton is, like, if yeah it's, it's wow it's for me like watching TV. that yeah yeah it definitely is prestige tv yeah and i told you and I was like, yeah some of the episodes are like an hour and 10 minutes and he's like you're gonna watch an episode that's an hour and 10 minutes but you will not watch a movie that's an hour and a half like what is wrong with you <laughs> i don't care about movies it's a valid question i, I i'm sorry i'm on ethan's side today i i'm trying you, not to be one one of these times we're gonna have to like get ethan on the podcast when oh you're my here because I, I think love that i think you'd have a good time um jackson <laughs> jackson wins this he doesn't get immunity though no no but he no. does get another advantage and that's to pick his partner in the next challenge <laughs> do they know what the challenge is before picking the partners i don't think so wait do i think they? they do okay i think they do yeah um, I think they tell them what it is and then they let them pick partners. No, because they're no, because they're sitting there. I think we see Wiley do no, because they they're tasting the dishes with Wiley there and they're already in their duos. Really? I think so because right, they're standing, they're standing there, and the duos had to taste dishes and they're like, oh, I taste this, and then their partner was like, what the fuck? That's not what I'm tasting. Wow. So I don't think, I but it feels like I, this, I dreamed a dream of a different show. I, <laughs> I just completely. My mind just re-edited the show. Yeah, because I think Buddha was such a perfect pick for this challenge. It feels yes. like it would have been a strategic decision. But yes. Jackson picks Buddha, and Buddha's like, you know, I was just on the bottom, right? Like, I can't make a biscuit, but you're picking me. Yeah. Um. So the teams we see: Jackson and Buddha, Sarah and Robert, Jay and Nick, Joe and Evelyn, Luke and Ashley, Demar and Moni. 
Um, every team's perfect, and I love every them all. team is amazing except Damara and Monique are the dynamic duo. Oh God, like just please. they're so cute. They're oh, my goodness, Bridgerton. Yeah, them. I would have. I need that show, <laughs> please. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, and then we see Wiley Dufresne come out. Our old buddy, Wiley Dufresne. Um, Our old pal. Old pal. And then they try some dishes. So they, they lift the cloches. They have two identical dishes. Um, they cloches. Taste them. A word I learned this episode. Oh, yeah, I... Sure. <laughs> now I know what that is. <laughs> Food <A> covering. Voulez-vous une cloche? Mais oui, merci beaucoup. Nope. Um, no yeah, so they for me, thanks. <laughs> they taste these dishes <laughs> and um, they're tasting different things. And then they're presented with the challenge of you have to create two matching identical dishes that taste completely different. Um, I thought this was an absolutely brilliant challenge. I thought it kind of brought what Wiley is good at, which is like that molecular gastronomy, doing really interesting stuff with food, but but doing it in a way that didn't feel like pretentious in any way. Like I felt like there was that little section of Top Chef, um, you know, like about 10 years ago where it was like a lot of this and it was like, I'm going to smoke everything and yes. it's going to be a bubble and we're going to have... Like watermelon water bubbles, and it's like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Just make sure it's just that look smell. Yeah, <laughs> scented. No, I don't want it's a lemon like, scented. What are you doing whatever. with your life? No, I I've been to a restaurant uh, with like a ridiculously long tasting menu where and where the, during the time that that was like all the rage, and I was just like, so we're just gonna have the idea of food here. We're just yeah. going to pay $200 for the like the, the notion of food. <laughs> and that's kind of my thing with it, too, is like, um, I, I want to eat stuff. I don't get science. It doesn't make sense in my tiny brain. I believe in science. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't tell, don't, don't get, don't Do you get believe in evolution. I mean, we were talking about dinosaurs earlier and, um, you know, I was 
I'm cool with dinosaurs. Yeah, I think Golden Age is real. You know? Everybody walk the dinosaur. I bet no one remembers that song. I, I don't know what that is. I that is a song from my childhood for some reason. And then I was watching the Hendersons versus the Machines. I think is the name of the movie. Um, nominated for an Oscar. And oh, that's I, why I haven't seen it. <laughs> and it's like it's a cartoon, but it's really really good. And um, they. The, like had a split second of this song in it and it just triggered all of my memories from childhood and I got so happy. So I had to share that with you all today. Tweet at me if you I was just going to say tweet at Lasagna if you know what she's talking about. Yeah, if you have any idea what I'm saying. Yeah, I love this challenge. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was super creative. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's terrifying. Yeah, I, I don't want to participate in this. I, I, I would. Uh, this challenge is terrifying to me. And it's a double elimination. So yeah. my heart was all a flutter. I didn't like it. It was it was terrifying. I was just like, this is super creative. People should probably be able to do this if they're a chef in. But holy crap, is this terrifying? <laughs> no. Like, don't make me do this. What's wrong with you? Do you think it was almost an easier route to do a savory and a sweet or like a savory and a savory. Well, the judges did love the double savories. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that that you could have gone either route if you just did it well. But it was probably easier to do a dessert because you can you can shape fruit and you can shape um you know, like jellies dessert items stuff, like jellies yeah. and stuff like that in yeah. whatever way you want and make them look like other things. Yeah. And if you know how to make a cake, <laughs> you can make a cake that looks exactly like, but no one knows how to make a cake. No, I mean, yeah, like this I'm just memorizing cake. a cake recipe. Just one, just one cake recipe. Just one. Um, so first presenting is Jackson and Buddha. Jackson made an everything but the bagel, salmon tartare, caper, shallots, cream cheese, bavarois, marinated tomatoes and buttermilk scallion dressing um, where Buddha made strawberries and cream, white chocolate panna cotta, strawberry jelly, strawberry bonbons with cream and basil dressing. Now I thought what they did was brilliant because it was genuinely be like stunningly beautiful. It was like art dishes. I like when they came out, I was like, Whoa, but they also were smart <laughs> in taking flavors that they knew worked well together mm -hmm. and just like making it really creative. So I thought they both did a brilliant job. They love these. Obviously, they did a brilliant job. Like they won, they won the challenge. Um, they said Buddha's was probably the best dessert they've had on Top Chef. Yeah, I feel like they have selective memory when it comes to desserts. On they Top are, Chef. they're always like, "This is the best dessert we've ever had." Um, every every other dessert. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because they just get so few desserts. Um, I will say that <laughs> I giggled every time they said panna cotta, which was a lot. <laughs> Because during the early days of the pandemic, I called it the panna cotta <laughs> to the point where I tweeted about it. <laughs> and one of my friends was like, I just went out and bought panna cotta because of you. <laughs> I have a show. <laughs> um, and so every time they said panna cotta in my head, it was a pandemic. So they made a white chocolate pandemic with strawberry jelly, strawberry bonbons and cream basil dressing. In my mind. So that was fun. 
I've never heard of a white chocolate pandemic, but I'm sure we'll get one. <laughs> and I'm sure no one will get vaccinated. <laughs> I was just going to say, everyone <laughs> won't believe in it. Oh, Even if God. the vaccination is just eating panna cotta. People be I like, do no. love panna cotta. Because I find panna cotta is a dessert that's easy to do, not super sweet, which is nice. Because, yeah, like I don't always want like a super sweet dessert. Actually, I never want a super sweet dessert. Yeah. I know that goes against what I said earlier when it I does. follow Coke with sweet tarts, but the beverage. Beverage, of course. <laughs> what am I rich? No. <laughs> I don't have enough money for a Coke habit. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh I like panna cotta. I do. It is one of those desserts that just it's just on the good side of my kind of um texture. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair. So, like, I I love Jello, but if you give me jellies and food, I I'm just like I don't I can't I don't know what's happening. I love um, Jello. I love when I go to like buffets and they would have the little cubes of Jello. Yes, I love Jello so mm, much. Me too. I like, have, I have Jello in my fridge. It's about the only thing I have. I have Jello and Diet Coke. Um, what a combination! <laughs> what a combination! But yeah, no, I I think that this these both sound fantastic. I mean, let's not sleep on Jackson here. He wins both the elimination challenge and the quick fire this week. So he's cooking with gas. Yeah, good good episode for Jackson. And like I feel like we haven't seen him tell anyone yet that he can't taste. No. And I thought I thought maybe we'd see a conversation with Buddha this episode yeah. being like, hey, he's still still can't taste and he's killing it yeah like uh, this is fantastic it's this almost is fantastic like, television yeah it's almost to his benefit because he's like sticking to things he knows works yeah like this it's like, like i know this, this is good i know the amount of whatever i need to put into it to make it taste good like i i'm concerned about if they have a challenge that you know that sometimes they have challenges that involve tasting things. Oh, like the spice challenge. Like, what mm-hmm. is this spice? Exactly. Uh, so that's terrifying. But I'm I'm almost like tempted to believe that he would just like guess enough of them to be to be yeah. right. Like he's just he's he's really operating at a loss here, and he's still killing it. Like mm-hmm. it's a win for accessibility everywhere. Uh, team two, Sarah and Robert. Um, they were our losing team of the episode, and it did feel like they were set up to lose. Not set up to lose, but it felt like the writing was on the wall. Um, yeah. Sarah made a shrimp sausage with brown butter, brioche crumb with compressed cucumber pickles and pepper sausage. Robert made a strawberry panna cotta with creme fraiche, Japanese brown sugar, crumble, kiwi, and basil. Um, a strawberry pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah kind of led this led this team. Um, Robert kind of just went along with it because he said this isn't really his strength. Um, I just love shrimp so much that it's hard to see me no, hard to see it get turned into like a sausage terrine. Like I don't want yeah. my shrimp to be like in a gel form. No, terrain of shrimp. No like, one's terrines are ever. just like creepy to me anyway yeah it's just you know that's a holdover from colonialism we don't need it's like stop it british fancy meatloaf but like creepy but like with gel 
Yeah, I don't want Why it. are you doing this to us? I don't want it. But I do want butter brioche crumbs. I would yeah. eat that with a spoon. Why are the cucumber pickles compressed? What a great question. <laughs> I don't I just feel bad for them that this is what they came up with. It, it's like it, they went too hard. They came up with yeah. They said like <clears throat> we went with shapes and they're like no, you go with food. Like what tastes <laughs> good. No. What are your skills? Shapes. Um, because they said that Sarah's shrimp terrine was too firm and then the strawberry panna cotta was too soft. Yeah. I I just feel bad for them. And like this was an episode where you can tell Robert was like his energy has just kind of like gone down as the yeah. season has progressed. Like he started, I don't know what made, I don't know if it's because it's an exhausting thing to do. Like the idea of being on Top Chef sounds exhausting and that could be it. It just could be that like the fatigue factor set in because it, you know, these people really are playing like a very long term sport in addition to cooking. Um, so it's like physically taxing, but also mentally taxing of yes. having to like come up with so many ideas. Yes. Um, and so like Robert's energy was so high at the beginning and he was so fun in the kitchen and he just started to fade and fade until we got to this challenge where he seemed kind of like a little bit of a shell of himself. And I, yeah. I was so sad. You know, I was, I was like just from seeing the interviews, you know, the talking heads, I was like, oh no, like they're going to go home. Um, yeah, it was a tough watch. I was really sad to see them go because I, I just love that team, but I also yeah. would have been sad to see the other bottom two team go. Yeah. So it was just like a lose-lose. Um, it really was. Team three was Jay and Nick. What a fun dynamic those two had too. <laughs> Jay just blazed. <laughs> Jay made a daikon salad with walnut crumbs and chilled jasmine lime broth. Nick made button mushroom beurre blanc with noodles, mushroom puree, red pepper coulis, and mushroom jus. Um, this is our first savory, savory dish. Mm -hmm. um, Jay made her daikon look like the noodles. It, they were they were pretty similar here. Yeah, yeah I was pretty impressed with what they did. Um, yeah. And the judges really enjoyed it. The judges did enjoy it. They, they enjoyed the savory, savory pairing. Um, this just seemed like a good idea from top to bottom as well. Um, mm -hmm. They were able to execute quite a few components. I think that it's important for this type of challenge that these dishes be complex too. Yeah. But like not, they can't be overly simple. They can't be overly complex. They have to find like, you know, thread that needle and be just somewhere in the middle. Um, and I think that this was like on the higher end of being complex with the daikon um, and the bourbon blanc. Like all of this just sounds delicious too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I would order both of these. And like, I feel like this. I feel like the um, the toughest part of this challenge is not like making two dishes that look alike. It's making two dishes that look like that actually taste good because I, I think that's where Sarah and Robert got tripped up is they're like we mm -hmm. have like what can we do that looks like without thinking what is good food right is this the one with the green broth 
where they poured the green? I don't think so. I think that was Ashley and Luke. They okay. did. Jay and Nick did have a broth, though, but I don't think it was the green one. Okay, because the green one had me concerned, and and it, it you know what it made sense because they were also in the bottom, right? Ashley and Luke. No, they're in the top. No, they were in the top. Oh, okay, that's what it was. The green one had me concerned, and then they were in, the, and I was like, what? Because when you looked at it when they first poured it, it did not. It was not an attractive pour, mm-hmm. and then it got pretty as it settled. Yes, we'll talk about it. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Team four was Joe and Evelyn. Uh, Joe made crispy pork belly with cauliflower puree, crispy garlic daikon relish with five spice glaze, and Evelyn made a goat cheese cheesecake with cardamom, chocolate sauce, sesame crumble, apples, and matcha. Um, this was another team that was in the bottom. They had some technical issues with uh, Joe's pork belly being too crispy, the cauliflower puree being a little loose. Um, Evelyn's goat cheese cheesecake was a little too sweet, and they didn't love the matcha in it. I think if you leave the matcha out of that, mm-hmm. I, then I think that's like a great dessert. Yes. Um, and I love the idea of going with a goat cheese cheesecake because you would think that it wouldn't yeah. be quite as sweet, but then she overly kind of sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I so in theory. I would order these two dishes in a second. Like they're in the top of, you know, if you know if they're good, they're in the top of like what I would order. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's very. I would be a very terrible judge for Last Chance Kitchen, for example, because the second that you put pork belly in front of me, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> Especially like the winner. so crispy like that. Like yeah. I, I would really enjoy it. Like that. <laughs> yeah, like you won. Like, just cook a piece of pork belly and put it on a plate with a flour, and I'm like, ooh, gorgeous. Do you um, prefer your regular bacon, like, crispy or, like, soft? Overly crispy. Like, to the point I of I want my death. teeth breaking. Yeah. <laughs> like, my grandmother used to get so mad at me. She'd be like, it's done. This thing's yeah. dead. I want to hold it up, and it, like, stays in a straight line no matter yes, what I do exactly. with it. Yes, exactly. Yes. I want to be able to hit someone over the head with it. Oh, we haven't mentioned the the uh the beautiful and talented Melissa was oh, a judge God. on this. She was there. I love her so much. Oh like what a perfect was she so perfect. She why so didn't perfect. they talk about that more? Oh. Like I know that she was around a lot last season, and I hope to God that she and Brooke are around a ton this season, but like she just kind of showed up and there was no fanfare. Like, I don't, I'm sure that's fine for anyone else. But when Melissa shows up, you talk about it. You have her do a talking head. Ugh. You do something, you know, you give her a sash. I don't care. And they like ate in the kitchen too, which was cool. I thought that was really cool. That like was when they do that. also terrifying. Everything about this challenge was terrifying, but I thought that, yeah. The image of them eating in the kitchen was really cool. With like all the chaos happening yes. behind them. They're just like, my little twill. Yeah. And you can kind of hear them, you know? Like, you know, you get some feedback right away and you can kind of see. And also, Padma's facial expressions this season are on another level that woman has absolutely let loose and she like is like this is my show i'm showing my range here. yes yeah i think doing her show i'm blanking on the name um, of it tasting taste the nation taste the nation has really given her just like 
you know, this confidence, like not that Padma is someone who needs more confidence. Cause like, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Um, and, and, and widely celebrated by all, um, as just a doer of good and a looker of awesome. But <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like it's given her something where she, I would, I you know, agree. feels yeah. like she is on par with the chefs that she, you know, is welcoming into her kitchen. Yeah. Um, I, I read her book a couple years ago and she kind of talks about that. Like when she first started on Top Chef, like she had had a food show before, but it was like different. It was kind mm-hmm. of a little more surface level. And she talked about like feeling like out of her realm and like hearing all these other people talk about food. And she's like, oh, shoot. And now now I feel like she's right up there. Like, yeah, she's she's one of the big guns, too. Yeah, it's great. And and I didn't even know she had all these expressions like in her back pocket. <laughs> it's great this year. Uh, Ashley and Luke, they were another top team. Ashley made scallops with compressed honeydew, Kinsuri mm. toasted walnut, apple cider broth. Luke made king oyster mushroom with pickled cucumber, carrot puree, and mushroom seaweed oil broth. And these are yeah. cool dishes. Yeah, they're really cool. And they looked great after the pork. So like it, I think it was Luke's oil broth that like that threw me off when they poured it because the oil like came out and and it was separated and I was like oh no is this going to be bad like it doesn't look good it kind of looks like green motor oil um and then when everything settled in the plate it was actually beautiful and apparently delicious which is great I'm not going to lie to you I was worried about Ashley and Luke. Yeah. This entire episode. There are two too. people who have not been doing too hot in the competition. They're pretty like quiet and low key. You know, they were kind of doing something a little out there and then they just absolutely smashed it. And I hope this is like a good turning point for the both of them. Yes, I hope so. And, you know, I, I want only good things for Ashley. I want Luke to give us something. Anything. You know, I mean, Luke, this is why I don't know which one you are. This is why. It's your fault. <laughs> Luke, come on, buddy. We're rooting for like, you. Do a of. little dance. Do, like, do Tell one joke. One pun. Give us yeah, one pun. Yeah, give us one pun. Tell us, tell us about your childhood. Or something. Anything. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, it's a team I want to see more of. Mm. Damar and Monique. Oh, um, yeah. Damar made chicken liver mousse cornbread with 
cornbread sandwich with duca and tomato chili jam. Monique made a coffee ice cream sandwich with olive oil streusel and candied lime zest and fruit gel. I I love the look of this. Like it was pretty monotone, but I thought this looked really cool. These things are so different. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. just shocking that they could look the same. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was just really cool. And chicken liver mousse cornbread? Are you kidding me? Come on now, tomato chili jam. Oh, so good. Yeah, I just I love this. I thought it was awesome. Um, so we get to judges' table, and the top we see Jackson and Buddha, and Ashley and Luke, with Jackson and Buddha taking it. In the bottom, it's Robert and Sarah, and Evelyn and Joe. I just really Ooh. didn't want to see either team lose, like no. go home. But I think I love Evelyn so much that I was like, I I think that's the team I would have to pick to stay. I didn't think that Evelyn was going home this early if Padma had anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. Um, it really did, even just from the comments in the kitchen, seem like it was going to be Robert and Sarah the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Um, I it, think they know, by far and away had, had the worst dishes. Just Right. And there were enough positive comments about things that Evelyn and Joe did right. And then just like, you know, here are some cooking mistakes that happened. Um, as opposed to Robert and Sarah, whose concept was not great. Yeah, like what is worse? Mistakes. Technical mistakes or concept mistakes? Well, if your concept is off, you, you know, even if you execute it really well, it's still not going to be the the uh, the best it yeah. can be. A cooking mistake kind of you know, unless it's egregious, it just kind of could happen to any chef on any so. given Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. But a conceptual, a conceptual mistake is, you know, the a loser from, all. yeah, it's kind of a loser from the get. Sure. That makes sense to me. And it really, it sucks because I really like Robert and Sarah so much. I, 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 I see like a lot of like myself and Sarah almost. Yeah. In the same way that I like felt that way about Stephanie, where it was yeah. just like this, like this person just makes so much sense. To she, me. Yeah, she's so funny, and just like, uh, yeah, she does. She does. She makes sense to me. She is one of the people on the on the show where I'm just like, I would, I would definitely be friends with her. Like, mm-hmm. I just automatically think I'll be friends with this person. It just, you know, they just make sense to me. Sarah, if you're listening, yeah. Be our friend. Be our friend. Come on the podcast. Tell us all the hottest goss. Yeah, but couples are together. Um, Who's fighting? Tell us who's fighting. That's what I want to know. But then we get to Last Chance Kitchen. We did. With our best friend, Brooke. Yeah, Brooke is like becoming quite the the like um the taskmaster. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she's she's really emerging as someone who is difficult to please, which I like. I love how assertive she's becoming. I love any moment when we get to see Brooke. She's great. I, she's I thought this so I thought this challenge was pretty cool, too. She's beautiful, though. I mean, she's like the queen of the jumpsuit now. Yes. The fact that when we talked to her, oh, God, we talked to her. You remember that? Oh my god. How could I forget? I, I, whenever I see her on TV, I'm like, my friend Brooke. So. I know. I'm like, I asked her stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> and she was fine with it. 
Um, yeah, I can't believe that we actually talked to her. I, I'm still getting over that, but um, yeah, she just lights up Last Chance Kitchen. I mean, mm-hmm. not that you know we don't. We love Tom, obviously. Like if Tom came on this podcast, I don't think I would be podcasting. I think the ghost of Latanya Starks would appear. I would just be like, Tom, I love you. Right. It would just be an elaborate proposal. We'd have to <laughs> do. Yeah. Like, We'd- how do you feel about sister wives? Yeah, seriously. Because we're available. And it would have to be a video podcast. Like, we'd have to let the people see I mean, it. Yeah. We yeah for sure we put on our nice outfits I wouldn't have like this disgusting top on. yeah no I would uh, I would change everything about myself and put on makeup <laughs> <sighs> so in this in this last chance kitchen they had to make two dishes didn't have to look the same but they had to be one sweet one savory um, and they had to do it in thirty minutes and I love Sarah being like. Well, I mean, I did it in four hours. Like, doing in 30 minutes should be a breeze. <laughs> and I loved her. She was just like, it just, I just want to impress Brooke. I love Brooke. Yes. Like, I love her. It's like, sister speak. Yeah, seriously. Like, you are not alone. I am here with you. I thought, I thought Sarah did something really smart, which was um, eliminate some extra prep by using a lot of the same ingredients in both dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sarah's savory dish with was a jerk Chilean sea bass with coconut broth with fennel, pomegranate, and cilantro relish. And her sweet dish was a coconut cream pudding topped with pomegranate stir fruit and lime zest. I forgot to mention, um, Tom gets to pick the winner of the savory dish and Brooke gets to pick the winner of yeah. the sweet dish and two people continue on in last chance. Kitchen. And this was the the fact that they only got 30 minutes to do both of these things no, is just absolutely bananas. Yeah. B A N A N A S. Um, I don't understand how they were able to accomplish it, but it was great watching them do it. I can't even make one dish in 30 minutes. Like truly. I know. <laughs> I just like putter around. I'm so slow. Like, yeah. Is the dish peeled fruit on a plate? <laughs> then I can do it. I can do 30 minutes. That. Um. Yeah. No. I. I need time to like pick my music. <laughs> yeah, I pick my TV show or like my podcast that I'm gonna listen to while cooking. I have to read the recipe like four times. Right. Like <laughs> I've got to like really get to know the ingredients. Yeah. Like, what are they asking me to do? Here? Yeah. What, what do happening? you want from me? Um. I love that Sarah made a jerk. Like she's just got a jerk in her back pocket. Yeah. Why not? Eh. Yeah, like who knew she grew up in the Caribbean, right? <laughs> Tom was like, "Okay, sure, why not?" Oh, cool. um, Robert he was so made- shocked. He <laughs> was. He was very shocked. He was like, "Oh, and you did it well here." And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he really was just shocked. She was. He was like, "You're making a jerk." Okay. <laughs> Robert made shrimp ceviche with. Chili paste, fried prawn cracker, cilantro, and red onion, and a buttermilk pancake with blueberry sauce and maple seasoned whipped cream. It felt like with both of these, both of these dishes, his, like you kind of said before, it felt like his heart wasn't totally in it. Yeah, like his the, his pancake was a crate, and yes. it was just the one. Yeah, it was just a single. <laughs> it was a sad little a grape. single pe- sad pancake. Oh no! Yeah, um, and Brooke. <laughs> to her credit, was like, I love crispy pancakes. <laughs> so, 
like he got away with that um but yeah like you know a shrimp ceviche uh, that's just kind of neither here nor there you know yeah um and if you're gonna do a ceviche then it needs to be amazing and flavorful and like one of the best ceviches they've ever tasted because you're not it's doing it, you know it's cooking itself yeah it's not like a new concept for top chef right it's like whenever you have no time you make a ceviche exactly or crew and yeah and the pancake did not turn out the way that he wanted it to like the bat there was something happening with the batter mm-hmm. so it was just like there's just a womp womp quality about it was yeah you know, the whole like everything with him and he did not look happy to be there no and he kind of said like he almost like threw sarah under the bus in the confessionals of like well it was really sarah's fault that she, like i'm here like i should have like stood up for myself but like it wasn't my idea i mean you know every person for themselves i guess yeah in one of these competition shows but you know to his credit he did not say it at the judging uh, mm-hmm. panel um he just said it in the confessional which i'm sure can be forgiven yeah. and, and maybe sarah agrees who knows or maybe sarah doesn't even watch last chance kitchen yeah <laughs> along with many of the people listening to this podcast <laughs> we are the only thing that they get of last chance kitchen uh leah leah i thought had like the best two dishes leah is just holding it down here in Last Chance Kitchen. And she's still doing things that like like just good good things that she knows works like pan roasted pork chop with pan roasted applesauce. Yep. That's obviously going to be delicious and she just makes it delicious and that's the point. Like let's just make delicious things. Ricotta donuts like yes. With apple caramel apple, and she was like worried about the caramel. It was not coming together and then it just like. Any caramel out. is just like <laughs> you just yeah, you gotta you gotta eat it quick though, or else it's a different thing. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> this. Both look delicious. Um, so Tom went first. His favorite savory dish was Sarah's with the the, the Chilean sea bass. Um, and then Brooke got to pick the dessert, and she kind of called Sarah. And she's like, "Good thing you won that round because this yeah. was bad." <laughs> yeah, like this was not winning. <laughs> This was congratulations <laughs> on your jerk because oh my god yeah maybe that's a strategy to like focus more on the savory dish yeah. and try and be the best savory dish yeah and be like oh, um and leah won with her ricotta donut so we're gonna see sarah and leah continue on next week yep it's leah i love her it's gonna be leah like slay and leah mm-hmm. sarah and leah oh i thought you meant like leah is slaying so yeah but leah. leah also works um i i just think that i'd like to see what happens ultimately i'm sure they're gonna winnow down the like people of last last chance kitchen to just to some point there'll be a double elimination yeah but i also feel like we're gonna have like a mid-season comeback which i like those yeah those are good and i mean leah at this point kind of deserves it Mm -hmm. she's I know it's the best chef on any given day, but like she's cooked so many dishes yeah. to get back, you know? Yeah. Like she is kind of the brook of this season. And she's done a really good job of kind of, you know, settling into Last Chance Kitchen and making it her own. 
it's kind of like her house at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a good time with her. Yeah. And next week, what did you do you watch the previews? Uh, I do, but then I I forget, I don't, them, I immediately. forget them immediately. Yeah, so yeah. well, I can't remember what's happening next week. So sorry about that. Latanya, what did you eat this week? Oh, I had some foods. Um. Okay, hold on. I've got to pull up my app here. Like your photo app, or do you have like a separate app in which you like <laughs> no, record my all Uber your eats app. <laughs> It's even worse. <laughs> um. Yeah, I really should take pictures of the food I eat way more often for Instagram because I've been eating some really good stuff lately and it's been really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had um, a pizza tartufo um, with that had... Why isn't it bringing up your store? Um, un momento, por favor. Donata. Gracias. Okay. That's why I was like, no French, <laughs> only Spanish. Uh, okay, so it, it had a black truffle pate with special local sausage, basil, uh, fior de latte mozzarella, and porcini mushrooms gontana. And it was beautiful. Like, you can see how pretty that is. Like, that's actually oh, yeah, how it yes. looked for everyone at home. It's a pizza. Um and um it tasted delicious. Like I've never had a uh a black truffle uh pate before. Uh didn't really know what to expect, but they just kind of like put it in underneath along with the sauce and it was just delightful. Like that was the first taste I got. It was the first thing that they put they put it under the sauce actually. Um, which I thought was interesting. Like it seasoned the entire like bread situation, the dough. Um, so that was really, really good. Um, that was from Forno Rosso here in Chicago. And then I had some good food from Union Sushi Bar. Um, which it's Union Sushi and Barbecue Bar, which is a staple here in Chicago. Um, lots of people go to it all the time. So I had um, some crispy rice spicy tuna um, with sesame chili, masago mayo, and some serrano peppers. Um, And then I also had kind of like a, it was a sweet potato tartar. So it had avocado, tomato, onion, cilantro, lemon, and then they had like these house chips that were really, really good. Ooh. Um, and so the the sweet potato was kind of at the top, then like avocado, then um there was like onion, tomato, and lemon at the bottom. And it was kind of put into a mold, so it was a circle. That sounds wonderful. It was really, really good. But um the best thing that I had from them, I'm trying to find it. Um, they've got my second best edamame in the city um, behind Ramen-san. Ramen-san is just kind of my go-to. Like whenever I'm having a bad, like a really bad day, I'm just like Ramen-san is the only thing that can cheer me up. Their ramen is the best in the city, in my opinion. And they also, because their pork belly is so good, 
Like they're the only place that I have eaten at that cooks pork belly that reminds me of the way my grandmother made it. And so it really like not only is like a warm dish to have on a cold Chicago day, but it's also like it very re- reminiscent of home for me. Um, but they they do something special with their edamame. They kind of roast it. Um, and so it's a little bit charred when you get it and they put this exo sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like seasoning uh it's just amazing it so they but union has my second best second favorite um but the favorite thing i had this week was a crispy rice creamy scallop dish so they have the crispy rice at the bottom as kind of the like where the rice would normally go mm-hmm. on sushi and then they do something with the scallop where it's all like chopped up um, and they have masago in there and some scallion um, and they put that on top and it's just it's unbelievably crispy like it's unlike it's I've never had this before I've never had union sushi before until uh, this week and it's unlike anything that I've ever tasted is so good. So if you're ever in Chicago, definitely check out these places. Forno Rosso um, has amazing Italian food and pizza, especially. They have that um, like brick, like uh, no, it's like a wood fire pizza oven that's very prominently centered in all of their marketing campaigns. Um, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, you kind of have to. Um I was not there in person, but they make what looks like amazing drinks. Cause you know, you have to look at the food porn before your food arrives. Oh my God. Yeah. Or before you order, like you have to see the pictures that people have taken of the food. I research, I research the menus. I look on like Instagram at the Uh tags. It's just, you have to do it. It's Nessa. Um, and so uh, Forno Rosso is the one place union sushi and barbecue. Uh, for the crispy uh, rice creamy scallop dish um, and some pretty good edamame and then um, ramen just for literally everything that they have. They do something to a tomato that I can't it's like $7 for like just like a tiny little bit of tomato but I'm like oh my god I guess I'll spend $7 on this Thing. I don't even know. I can't even explain what they do to it. Like everything that they do is just so good. Um, my best friend Alex actually like put me onto this restaurant. She brought it to me first when I was in the hospital. This is probably why I love it so much, honestly, um, because I had been eating hospital food for weeks, and she brought me um, this ramen san. And like, if you get enough, they give you like a box. It's like exciting. It's like a cute little box. Um, to like carry everything in. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just like I ate well this week. I I had a really crappy week otherwise, so I ate well this week. Um, and so I'm gonna spend the next week working off <laughs> this past week. But sometimes this is what we have to do to yeah. survive. Yes, you just you know you need the comfort of good food. Yeah. What did you have this week? How how were you comforted? How was I comforted? Um, last weekend we went out for dinner, um, and I got a crab cake BLT, Ooh. and it was really wonderful. Um, 
And I find sometimes I don't always love crab cakes because they're not always like they're more breading than crab. Yeah. For this, you could tell it was like a homemade crab cake. And um, sometimes these things get a little too rich for me, too. But it's like the perfect amount of richness. And it was just really, really delicious. Mm. I did eat it. I did eat a tomato on, on the sandwich. Oh, so it was good. Yeah, it's a BLT. You gotta. I also had French onion soup at this restaurant. Oh, my Ooh. God. I love French onion soup. And it was a good one. French onion soup is a great just concept you know what i mean cheese bread <laughs> onions yes great broth great broth i loved it, it to me um i just really love french onion soup um i do too i've been struggling to find a mix that isn't too salty because i have to like really watch my sodium intake mm-hmm. um and it's that that's been hard <laughs> like there there's just a lot of sodium in french onion soup and so that's one of the ones that i've had to like forego more often than not and it makes me so sad i can only have it on special occasions um and then i pulled out the slow cooker this week made some Ooh. um like pork carnitas and had some pulled pork tacos and those were delicious Yum. and then i was able to use that pork throughout the week and I put like barbecue sauce on it with pickles and just like ate it out of the container. Yeah. That um, sounds great. I made I made bread this week actually. I did make bread and I put some like everything but the bagel seasoning on top. So that was delicious. Ooh. And then I like dipped the bread in the pulled pork and basically like a pulled pork sandwich but not really. Yeah, a deconstructed pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> That's what they would call it on top show. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pull pork toast. Yeah, I just had pan Padma container, pulled pork, yeah. and it's a like, loaf of bread and a knife. and some pickles, <laughs> and some bread and butter pickles. You know what? This is probably one of my bigger food hot takes. I don't like dill pickles. I love like the sweet pickles, like the bread and butter pickles. At, those are great. Yeah, I don't eat dill. I'm not going to scold you for. Thank you. For that. I thought you, I thought you might. No. <laughs> I realize the error of my ways. <laughs> I just want you to like me. I like you so much. Um, I love that, you, in fact. I love hey, you. Haley. Haley. Let's run away together. Okay. Let's, let's pull a Monique into bar. Okay, great. Sounds and good just to me. go get married on top of a mountain. Okay. That sounds fun. Okay. That sounds nice. Great. Um, and then I made a good salad this week. Um, a good what? Salad. Ooh. Uh, do tell because yeah, good will. salads are the best yeah i just just been in, like i've just been craving like a good good salad lately so we had gotten some um like maple chipotle chicken from one of the butchers down the road and it was great um so they, they they're like huge chicken breasts so i cut it we cut it in half and like shared the one um so i had even made his into like little croissant paninis um but I had mine on a salad with brie and cranberries, sunflower oh. seeds um, on like mixed greens and cucumbers uh, with a maple vinaigrette. And it was delicious. Yes. I say yes to this. That sounds amazing. It was really good. Brie? Yes. Yeah. Like any kind of brie. Mm-hmm. The cheese, the Larson, any kind. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Oh no. Oh boy. She's great. She is great. I love her. Yeah, she's great. She's good. Doesn't she have a cooking show like on YouTube or am I making that up? 
It's not, it's not necessarily a cooking show, mm-hmm. but no, you're not making that up. She okay, just cool. decided that she was going to have a YouTube channel during the Panna Cotta and, um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm just laughing I at wish Haley, I not my own joke. I, I wish I would have called it that two years ago, but now I can't even think about it anymore. So. Yeah, I know. Cause it's still going on people. It continues whether you want to go outside or not. science well that was my week in food you sure you didn't eat anything else I just don't want this to end What? oh I got some two bite brownies from the grocery store and then I made my own whipped cream to put on top yeah you did so we had some whipping cream in the fridge and I was like I should use this up because it's taking up room in my fridge and then Ethan made some rice krispies yesterday and those were really tasty ooh I've never made Rice Krispie Squares before, but so I just yeah. let him make. He has some specialties like Rice Krispie Squares where I just go, you do this. I'm right. not going to. It seems complicated. I always used to be yes. very proud of the moms that would make us Rice Krispie Treats. I don't know why. I was just like, this No, this seems like a lot. Yeah, I just, they were good. Yeah. I, really, I enjoyed them. But yeah, no, that was it. That was it. What are you, what else, where else can people listen to you talk about things and read Things you put on the internet. Oh, well, okay. So we, at some point, I am going to update my Tumblr because I have one. I know. I know. I don't want people to. Who is she? I know. I don't want people to go there until I have new content for it. And I have all these pieces I started and then just kind of like lost steam with them as I lost confidence that I can write. But, you know, like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but the one thing I've been able to do is, is write. Like, that's, that's it. <laughs> like, that's my only talent, really. That's not true, first of all. Well, <laughs> I'm sure the writing's fantastic, but not your only talent. Well, thank you. Look, you're so good at this. Everyone loves hearing you. Every time you're on a podcast, people are like, hell yes. Oh, that's so sweet. People tell me that all the time. They're like, oh, Latanya, she's great. I'm like, I know. Oh. And we're friends. Well, we're friends. And, and you're I, like, great. I like force you to come on this podcast <laughs> so I can hang out with you on a weekly basis. Which that I'm was the intention. With, honestly, like I, I'm so excited to hang out with you, Haley, that I wake up early for me. <laughs> yeah, Sunday. I know. I like, I always feel bad. I'm like, because for me, this is like top of the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> on a my, Sunday, like today's I, my day off, and I just rose at seven thirty. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> that's just the time. I, like that's just what time I wake up every day, and it's like I gotta, I gotta keep in it, or else it, it doesn't work out well for me. Like I actively swear at my alarm whenever <laughs> it goes off. At this point in my life, I'm just like you, son of a bitch. I truly, I, I can't remember the last time I slept past like if I sleep till like nine o'clock. Ethan's like, whoa, are you okay? Oh, wow. You're one of those. Okay. I mean, I've always wanted to be like you. I mean, I I am not a good sleeper. I never have been. Okay. So I have to be very regimented. Yeah. I have to be very regimented in like all aspects of my life where my brain goes absolutely haywire. Like I need to take my vitamins every day. Mm-hmm. I need to like go to bed early. I need to go for my little walks or else yeah. I'm like losing my mind. You do what you need to do to yeah. keep this beautiful creature 
coming back every week to keep the old noodle in check the noodle the noodle um i'll be talking about noodles no not really (laughs) (laughs) no i won't um i will be talking about the premiere the two episode premiere of the hit television show atlanta which premiered on the 24th and that you can now find on hulu um and it is an fx show um helmed by donald glover and his brother steven um you can join me and Chappelle and mari every week where we will be recapping all of the things that happened in atlanta all the the jokes all the goings on not a ton of jokes <laughs> in the first oh in the comedy show atlanta the, not yeah, a ton of jokes not a ton of jokes in the first couple episodes i have to say for any of you all who are like crossover uh listeners who listen to both this and the atlanta podcast but we're gonna figure out a way to make it work um and and make it jokes this and if was, there's any trio that can do it it's you maureen Chappelle. exactly what yeah. i mean we can do anything trio. We yeah. can do anything. Um, and then uh, that those are that's really this and Atlanta are kind of the two big podcasts that I have. I have I have a secret project that's coming up soon um, on post show recaps. Um, I will be on the third episode. Oh, I forgot about this. This is amazing. Okay, so. If you all have been listening to, and you definitely should be listening to, the first true crime podcast on RHAP Crime Scene, Crime S-E-E-N, on Rehab, starring Mari Forth, my love, and my other love, frankly, Sarah Carradine, two of the best people with two of the most soothing voices that you have ever heard. And the first episode is actually a crossover with nothing but Netflix. So you get to hear Rob and Chappelle and Mari and Sarah talk about Bad Vegan, the Netflix phenomenon that is sweeping the world right now. And I am a guest on the third episode of Crime Scene uh, talking about an episode of an investigation discovery show that I will let them promote um, when they discuss that I'm coming up on the episode. So, like, if you haven't been listening, you should be. If you like true crime, you will love this podcast. If you like anything involving Mari or Sarah, you will adore this podcast. And I am blessed that I get to be on an episode with them. It was a really good time to record um, an episode about like, a, you know, not a great subject, but I love true crime so much. Like I watched so much investigation discovery one year that my grandmother got angry with me. <laughs> she was just like, every time I come in to this room, the logo is there. <laughs> It's the same show. And I'm like, it's not the same show. It's many different shows. Is it the same story? Maybe. Like my dad, my dad was always like a big true. I mean, he still is. He's mm-hmm. like, he's, he's still with he's us. Okay. He's still watching. Okay. All that. But he'll be like, you know, I'll go down, I'll go see him. And he's like, yeah, I'm watching this. Blah, blah. I'm like, have you seen this story? I was like, yeah, but I saw it on this show and mm-hmm. this show and not this particular show. Oh yeah. You have to follow them across 
platforms. Like if you care about true crime, you have seen the investigation discovery show on John Benet Ramsey. But yeah. you've also seen the A&E show on John Benet Ramsey. And you've also seen the CBS show on John Benet Ramsey. Like it's just you have to do it. Yeah, I use I I was a big American Justice fan growing up. Oh, I I love Bill Curtis. He's based in Chicago. I love him so much. I I love his voice. It is a soothing reminder of days in our past. Mm-hmm. And American Justice is truly one of the flagship shows of Investigation Discovery and yeah. one of the shows that I first started to love um about the network. So I'm yeah, there with you on that. When, when like kids would watch cartoons as a youngster, that's uh-huh. not what I did. Like my dad was like, no, like I'm the adult. I have the TV changer side, so watch a lot of true crime, <laughs> which was like probably bad for the no. noodle. Um, I would no. have to make sure that the doors were locked. Like as like a seven year old, I'd have to make sure the doors yeah. were locked every night. Like I had to go check the doors or else they couldn't sleep. It's funny looking back now and being like, oh wow, I did have anxiety as a child. It wasn't something I just developed as an adult. Wow. No. What, a, what a crazy concept. Oh yeah. I I look back at myself as a child and I'm just like, oh, who had to put up with you? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Not only did I have a ridiculous like amount of anxiety, but I I had to be involved in everything in order to deal with it. So my poor grandmother was just running across the city with me, taking me to all these different places to do things. And she was just like, I guess, Jesus, like you're going to add another thing. To what you're doing. To Are the you the youngest? I'm the oldest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a whole thing. Like to the point where when it was time to fill out my college application, I had to do a separate page and a half for my activities. I was on every page of the yearbook. <laughs> because I did so many my senior year, I was just running from shoot to shoot. Oh my God. Or just like because I did so many. This is, that's what I did too. It was just like I just need to do stuff. Like I need to be involved in stuff because I just want something to do. I need something to do. It's like oh, caroling in the halls with the teachers. Latanya's doing that. I was on the curling team. Whoa, it, you your school had a curling team. I mean, I am Canadian. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. How were you good at it? No, I was very bad. <laughs> oh no! And the second year I did it, um, there was five of us on the curling team <laughs> there was four people who were actually good at curling and mm-hmm. me and then so when and it seems a two right no, no there's four so i oh, was always okay. just put other i don't oh, even remember no. where it was but um but the team that year went to provincials mm-hmm. and i was not invited oh okay here's the thing about me is that i've never been great at things but i yeah. do i show up <laughs> yeah I, yeah exactly i i'll work hard in order to appear good. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even do that. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I've resigned to my fate. I'm here for a good time. Not, <laughs> not a being good time. I think that that is what makes us such a great duo. Cause yeah. we are like, our anxiety works in different ways. Yeah. I like go, you need oh. this to decompress. And I'm just like taking copious notes about a cooking show. I haven't taken a note for a podcast. <laughs> and I'd say, 6.75 years 7.75 years yeah that's a credit to you really it really is, is like, it, and or your am memory. I unprofessional <laughs> no you're not unprofessional at all I think if Did anyone is unprofessional up? it's me I dropped an f-bomb on this podcast it's fine. like it's, two minutes in whatever people can deal with it it's fine 
Um, I, if you want to listen to me talk more, talk I, more. I joined the aforementioned Sarah um, and Asia and Geneva, and we talked about the courtship. Um, the oh, wow. it's like the ba- if the yeah. Bachelor and Bridgerton made out. Yeah, I know. And there's a, a black sutress. She's so beautiful. She's so pretty. Like the prettiest person I've ever seen. She she looks like a beauty queen. Like she actually looks. Well, she like, was like a Seattle cheerleader, so I assume that oh, there was like a yeah. pipeline of pageants to cheerleading. Yeah, I don't know that for sure, but I or you could assume. just have done cheerleading since you were a kid. She from Texas? I don't know. Huh. But, but there's a lot of cheerleading in Texas. Like yeah. a lot. It's taken very seriously. I used to be a cheerleader, actually. Really? Because I did dance. I started dancing when I was four. I started dancing before then, but like I started taking dance classes when I was four. And in junior high, um, I was a cheerleader and we did competitions. But we got progressively worse as the competitions got more difficult uh, because we went from winning the competition to getting like, you were here, trophies. Um, But it's still like, you know, I got to learn how to do like basic gymnastics things for a while. I got to, I was a base, so I got to throw people in the air, which was really fun. Um, I got to do like toe touches and stuff like that. So it was cool. Like I, I enjoyed it, but I am a nerd. So I quit cheerleading to be on the debate team. Okay. Now that's. (laughs) Okay, that's a novel that should be written. Is it? I think so. I think you should do like some sort of rom-com based on like the cheerleader to debate pipeline. I've always wanted to write a script and there's no reason to not write about debate. It's fascinating, actually. I think you should. I think there's a story there. Anyway. All right. Uh, Maybe I'll update my blog with that. Yeah, I think you should. That's that's a fanfic you should be writing. Um, Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore Latanya. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at L.K. Starks, I think. Yep. (laughs) At L.K. Starks, with more confidence, she said. And until next time, pack your knives and head on out. Daddy's back next week. Bye. Ooh, daddy. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.